Welcome, everyone. We are back with another episode of the Golden Ticket Show Lunchtime Locks. We're going to break down the Thursday night football slate. We're going to break down the NBA action, and we're going to give you guys a preview of what's the going up ahead for this weekend. All that and more on the Golden Ticket Show. Welcome back, everyone. We're on to another episode here, our Lunchtime Locks. Quick recap of yesterday's slate. We had our second winning day in a row on the stream. Uh, we're now 2-1 and one on, uh, on total days. We went up 2.36 units yesterday. We went 6-2, and two, our only two losses. Weber State getting blown out by 17, and the Pacers unable to stop Giannis. Um, with a six and a half point spread, they lost by 14. But we did hit what we hit live when we were researching our hockey bets. We hit the New York Islanders money line in a close game. They won 4-3 at the last second. Liberty won by 22, which was actually impressive. I went to bed. That game was 45-46 with about eight minutes left. And holding them to seven points in the last eight minutes is pretty impressive. Randall hit two late threes in the fourth quarter to put us over there. Uh, Brunson and Randall both finished over 20 points to hit our parlay of the day. Uh, App State beat Queens by 12. Philly won by 18. And Houston won by 13 to complete our parlays, giving us a 2.36 unit profit day. We risked 7.5 units. We came back out with 9.8 total units involved. What a way to, you know, kind of kick off going into Thursday Night Football. Now, like we've said before on the show, primetime has been kind of a weird spot for us. We haven't had the best luck in primetime games, uh, but um, there are a couple couple decent plays uh, that I really do love today. I know we said we were passing on this game, but I found a couple props, and we're going to kind of go over a little bit of the slate. We're going to go over some of our European plays since uh, Premier League kicks back off tomorrow. And uh, we have one play that I really like tonight for NCAA. There's not a lot of games tonight. I think everything's getting prepped for the weekend. So we are, uh, you know, we're only going to go with the one play that I really found any kind of value on. If we have any more, we'll make sure we post those live. But without further ado, let's go ahead and we're going to go ahead and break down Premier League action today. So as I'm going to share my screen with you guys here thought i already had this up but i didn't all righty here we go so we have the only game tomorrow um and we're gonna do a breakdown tomorrow for the weekend games we, if we get done with this in time we're gonna go we might go over a couple of these games with some plays i like so we already have a play in for tottenham to win that was in a parlay i placed um you know not the best play but um, definitely something something that um, you know I really like uh, you know it's more is more of a just kind of a first knee-jerk reaction to post that so we have that one right there um, 
you know, there, there's this game. This game is a really interesting one because not Nottingham Forest is just struggling. As you can see here, their downturns. They've conceded 44% more goals in their last five games than average. They've scored 10 less goals than their average in the last five games, and they've generated 10 less shots. So they are not getting to they're not getting inside the 18 yard box. They're not putting any shots up. They are struggling. Um, they're, they're going up against a Tottenham team that has been very good possession wise. They are allowing 24% less possession and they're hitting a lot more shots. So we look at them head to head last year, Tottenham went two and Oh, they won both of the games in those two games, they scored five total goals to one compared to Nottingham Forest. They held the possession um, fairly well. Uh, look at this. They've scored 400% more goals than Nottingham Forest in opposition. So look at that. They, they're they they're winning by two to three goals. So a minus one and a half might even be a move here um, if it's something you really like. You see here, three to one, two nothing. On the season... Tottingham still facing top 10. Uh, the Nottingham Forest pulled out a draw. I think it was against Sheffield last week. Uh, but if you see, look, against, they're giving up the 15th, mo the fifth most goals per game, uh, the second least amount of possession, the lowest amount of shots. Well, this team is putting up the most shots. Um, so I think our two plays for this game is, uh, you know, we're going a little bit farther out. If you look here, there, the shots were there last year, but they just couldn't con they just couldn't concede anything. Um, they this team is just not playing the best. They're giving up 1.8 goals per game compared to one. They're giving up 0.2 goals more, uh, which may not seem like a lot, but it is. In um, you know over in Premier League, giving up anything above league average is always bad. Um, you know, like you see. By the way, if you you guys like stuff like this. Linemate is the name of the website we're using here. It's 100% free. All this information is free for you guys to look up. Um, it tells you every little thing. If you look at their last five games, look, a three-goal win against Man City. That was huge. You have a 2-1 loss against uh, West Ham. Excuse me, not, that's Newcastle, not um, Man City. That's my fault. A tie against Man City a loss so they've only won one of their last five whereas they have not won in their last five they had one draw a five nil loss a one nil loss three two two three so the big thing they're looking at i'm looking at here is that they have given up seven ten they've given up 12 goals in five games and they've only scored six so they're just scoring above one goal a game having two games against teams who usually give up a lot of goals getting a uh, getting shut out is not something you want to see here. So I think as we go, I'm going to go to the props here for the team. Um, I just want to see their team total for Tottenham this year. Over one and a half goals has hit at a 68% um, clip. Um, right now it's opening at 160 um, I'm going to check that out on DraftKings right now, see what we have for us. Where's soccer at? There it is. As Europa League kicks off today, but I just get, I just didn't see anything I really liked with Europa. I'd rather just stay with Premier League. As here, I'm going to switch to this tab right over here on our DraftKings page. So if you look, game lines here, 
Um, over under two and a half is at minus one fifty five. I think they are projecting this team to score a lot, mixed with a uh, against a team that doesn't have. Um, that's not scoring a lot. Look, uh, the spread might to win by one is minus one fifty. I think that's you actually get better money if you just bet them to win instead of winning by at least one. You could take the one and a half if you want. That might be something to look at. I just uh, typically I stay away from that um, because this you can get that last second goal. Um, see if I can find any team props here. Team props. There we go. Um, so to score over one and a half goals for Tottenham, I think is going to be our bet for this game. As we've seen, they have scored at least. We see they've scored at least one and a half goals in in 68% of their matches. They've only had five matches where they haven't. That was West Ham, Aston Villa, Wolves, Chelsea, and Luton. But if you look when they've played some of these teams towards the bottom, like Bournemouth, um, Burnley, Sheffield, they're scoring about two a game. This team generates the most shots per game uh, of any team this year. So I will gladly take them to get two goals tonight or tomorrow night against a struggling Nottingham Forest team that is looking like they're heading towards the Champions League and getting relegated. So that is our go-to bet for the Premier League. So now we are going to head into what we got for college basketball tonight. There is one play that I really love as I'm going to put the banner up here on the bottom. Oh, it never mind. It didn't save any of the stuff I put in there. So I will update that over the break. Um, but there is there is one bet I do like. And it is this game right here. Furman versus Tulane. Um you know, Lions games, this one's probably the biggest name on the board outside of Wisconsin, but neither of these teams tend to cover the spread well, and this line is kind of all over the place. So I like like teams that – like the reason why is I like the over here. I actually I, – I like both total. The over, the under are both pretty much in play depending on – you know, I want to see how the money moves it. But you have a East Carolina team that tends to slow the pace down they tend to play at their pace and force you to play at that pace, while Florida likes to force you out of your comfort zone. When they've played two games against two of the top-tier defensive teams where the totals were in the 130s, both those games went over 160. So that's it's very comp, it's a very different style of play. These two teams force you to play their way, and that's something to watch out with. Uh, as we see public betting, a lot of the money is on flo on the over here. And it hasn't really moved, so I'm kind of worried about that. But if you, I would sprinkle anything probably on the under at that point, maybe like half a unit. But that's probably the best I would do there. Furman versus um, Tulane is the best bet I like so far for college. So I want to break down um, kind of why I like this one. So if you see here, Furman has covered a 7.5 spread every game but two this year. But the big thing is, is they are... 25% on the coverage this year. They have not been well against the spread. If you see here, they played a blowout game their last game. As an 11.5-point underdog, they lost by 14. As a 7-point underdog, 
They lost by one to a Princeton team that's kind of struggling right now. 20-point underdog, they won by eight. 20-point uh, favorite, they won only won by eight. A five-point underdog, they lost by six. So they've kind of kept this line close if you look. Six-point favorite, they lost by seven. 11-point favorite, only won by nine. One-point underdog, they lost by 14 to Liberty. And as a six-point um, favorite over Belmont, they won by 23. But on the other hand, Tulane, when they are favorited, has covered in a lot of their games. If you see, Furman hasn't had many opportunities to be an underdog. And Tulane has had a couple situations where they're at least a seven-point or more favorite. And in games where they're at least a five-point favorite, they are two and two, two and three. But this is a get-back spot, I think, in a game where they were um, an underdog by six, and a lot of people were tailing them as a fi- uh, to kind of sneak in a win against Mississippi State. They got blown out by 30. That's not something you want to see um, with a team like this. I think they had a couple of days off. They, uh, they got beat on their home court, nonetheless. A couple of days off, they're coming off that game, whereas Furman just came off a cupcake game, and they won by 40. I, th- I like Tulane to kind of get a get-back here. And to take out um, to take out Furman here, I think Furman's kind of riding high off of their um, kind of off of their like tournament run last year, and I think this is a good spot to kind of up um, kind of show them what Tulane's worth this year because Tulane is kind of looking at a at a last four in scenario this year, so we have that. Um, but that is all we have for college basketball and premier. Once again, Tulane minus seven and a half Tottenham over one and a half team total is two of my absolute favorite plays. Uh, make sure you stay tuned after the break. We're going to go over our NBA breakdown and then we're going to do, we're going to do an NBA NFL quick breakdown. And then we're going to set up our parlays for tonight and the best bets we can find for both of those sports. For frequency sake, has you covered on all things sports from the squared circle to the hardwood and the gridiron to the speedway, We've got something for everyone. Walk down the aisle with the boys from Cards Subject to Change every Sunday as they take a deep dive into everything pro wrestling. Need your gambling fix? We've got you there. Enter Pit Row with Rod Gomez and Fast Money as we win the checkered flag with NASCAR, Xfinity, and truck race winners and props. Football more your style? Explore the waters of NFL DFS with DFS Deep Dive with Brian Craighead and Jordan Kernan each week. More into the science portion of the game? We've got a double dose of action there. The Professor John Bush and Dennis Michelson take you into their science lab and dissect your week in the data lab. Want an analytical take? Nick Girl and the team at Gridiron AI come to you each week with The Lab. Need to know who to start last minute? The network's flagship show, for fantasy's sake, is here in a pinch. The fellows come to you live every football Sunday from 10 to 1130 Central with the week's best DFS, gambling, and lineup advice. And wrap up your Sundays with Joe Winkle and Nick Brinks as they come to you live with educated ignorance looking at all the day's action. Can't get enough of Joe? He comes to you three times a week. Not enough football on Sunday? Not a problem. Kick your feet up at lunch on Monday and slip on into the football lounge with Mark and Dan while they look at the week that was in news, notes, and more. For frequency's sake, you know what we mean. Welcome back, everyone. Let's go ahead and we're going to break down some NBA action for you guys um, once again. So our plays for today are as shown below right here. Um, so you can get these as we go throughout the day, but we're going to break them all down one by one. 
uh, for the basketball slate. And then we're going to get into our NFL slate before we post those as well. So our first play is Brooklyn plus nine and a half. Now, there's a reason why I love this play. Look at Brooklyn against the spread this year. They have not covered a nine and a half point spread only four times this year. They're against the spread. They have only not covered the spread four times, and they had a push and a 10-point loss. This team does not lose by a lot when they do lose. If you look at some of these losses, you have the 13-point loss. We did take them here. It was plus four. Um, I wasn't expecting the way Sacramento kind of came out there. But we see here they lost by one to Charlotte. They lost by nine here, or excuse me, they beat Chicago by nine. They they lost by two. They lost by three. They lost by seven. They don't lose games by double digits. They very rarely have. Um, and the games they did were with, you know, dealing with injuries. They're against literally the Celtics, Sixers, the teams that are going to be competing, and then a Sacramento team that caught them uh, the first day back, which was a kind of a weird day back because everyone had like a full week of rest. But versus a Denver team that – here, I'm going to back out and redo it so I can add in a spot to show you guys. Look at this. So the 9.5 spread, they have only covered this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times this year. Um, only 28% of their games have they covered a 9.5. Against the spread, they've covered back-to-back -back games, which is good. Um, but considering these were two away games, they're back at home. If you look at their – coverage at home it's a little bit better but if you look their last two games uh they were both against houston at home they did they could not cover both spreads they lost one game they won one by ten they've only covered a nine and a half six of their ten home games this year uh which is great but going against this team that on the road has only missed two spreads, and those were early on in the year. I really like this here. Not to mention a stat I really like looking at. If I could find – the app has a filter you could use for this, but there's not one on the website, which is really weird. But there, if you look without – Jamal Murray is still questionable tonight. Um, as you can see, he's a game-time decision. Um, and we already don't have Contavious Caldwell-Pope. If Murray doesn't play, this is going to be a lot on Jokic, which is going to be great for Jokic, but there isn't a lot of action for it. There's not a lot of uh, plays here. There's not a lot when I believe the last stat I saw um, involving Jokic is or with uh, Jokic without um, Murray is they've only covered the spread three times this year. I think this is a Nets team that they're coming off a win. It's a tough environment to play in, but they keep it close against an injured uh, Nuggets team that is just looking for a way back tonight. So I love the spot for the Nets. We're going to take the 9.5. We're going to trust them again on the spread. And then there is one more play I absolutely love for tonight's game. I'm going to pull it up real quick. This is one of my favorite plays. It burned us the other night because of the objection. But I absolutely love Nikola Jokic over 22 and a half rebounds and assists. Now, here's why. So let's look at how he's done this season. This has hit 50% of the season. He's only hit this in two of his last five. You see there's a little bit of a decline in the last three games. But let's look at one stat real quick. 
Now, this isn't promising to see, right? Ten, they've only given up about 10 rebounds and three assists, but that's that's not too Jokic consistently. Look at their la- last year with Claxton in, they gave up 20 rebounds, 11 assists, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. Even this loss, it was at 22. It was 12 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. So he's getting at least 10 rebounds per game. It's the assist line you have to worry about. But not only that, look, he put up a 20. He had a 20-20 triple-double this game. He had 20. He had 17 rebounds and 10 assists. He's had three triple-doubles in these four, so that's at least 20. Not to mention, let's look at this line at home without Jamal Murray in case Murray does not play. He has hit 20 or more. Um, he's put up two. He's put up a triple double, a 16 rebound performance against LA, and a 11 rebound, nine perform, uh, nine assist performance. But even I would say, even if Murray does play, if you look this season at home, he has hit this in four of six at home, and he's hit this in five of. Let's see, that's five, ten, eleven. Five of eleven on the uh, in total. So I think this game is going to be close. I think they will be uh, pushing a lot this game. And I think that with uh, with the fact that we think the Nets are keeping this close, Jokic will not sit if this game is not a blowout. And with that being said, Jokic should be able – will be dominating tonight. Claxton, as good of a defender he is, is not as strong as Jokic. And if Jokic – if they're forced to rotate into a double team, Jokic will find the open man uh, no matter who's playing tonight, and they will score. So I do absolutely love that one. So that's our first two plays on the Nets game. The next one we have is, it's a little bit of a personal preference play. I caught this a little bit higher this morning. Um, as you can see, it's right here. Uh, we have OKC plus uh, mon- or money line at plus 110. I don't, it's getting closer to a pick them, but let's, let's look at their head to head. The Thunder did lose this matchup earlier. But this team has been very this Kings team has been very streaky. You see, they they after a win, they're kind of iffy. You see, they in the last this season, if you look here, after a lot of these wins are losses, they had this little nice six-game win streak, and then it got hit with losses. They'll win two, lose one, win one, lose one, win two, lose one. I think this could be an example where they might lose a second one back to back. They're playing a Thunder team. That has been home back-to-back games to start um, after the break. They have won. They beat the Warriors by two. They dominated Utah by 14. And they're playing a Kings team that got absolutely smoked in game two of a back-to-back. The Thunder had one of the highest net ratings in the league. And the Kings, when De'Aaron Fox is sitting, does not have a good – they are like almost one of the worst teams in the league in terms of net rating and defensive ratings. And, you know – De'Aaron Fox can't play all 48 minutes, and the way Shea plays, there's going to be at least a 5- to 10-minute window in this game where he he will be on the court, De'Aaron Fox won't, and they will not have anyone to slow him down. Excuse me. So I I like the Thunder here. You could take the spread, um, even if you took it as like a teaser with, you know, like the net spread, you could probably get the 9.5, let me see if that's actually available. You could probably get the nine and a half with from the from the Nets and the two and a half from the 
the two and a half from the yeah you can do that and it'll move it up to on DraftKings is plus two you can get that at plus six and then plus 13 and a half for Brooklyn and OKC so that's a decent little teaser you could do there and then uh but yeah I like them to win uh, if you want to take the spread to cover as a coverage just in case go for it but I like the win here um the Thunder have been really great against the spread and uh money line wise they're the second best team in the west right now uh and our final play it just sweeped across the board in the bottom left we have Jokic and Gobert 12 plus rebounds a piece and let me show you guys why I love that play. So we already saw the Jokic stats. Um, he dominates this matchup. We're, we have Gobert going up against a, a team that just struggles on the board. Um, let's look at these real quick. So his last 10, um, and let's, let's even put in, because Anthony Edwards is still questionable tonight. This season with Edwards out, he's hit 13, 12, and 8. That was the only game he struggled. Um, these two games are against teams in the bottom 10 in rebounds allowed. And they're facing a team who, oh, look, they're the third worst team total with rebounds. Now, they've given up only about 11 a game. But the, but Derek Lively and, uh, like, I, don't, I think they play Derek Jones Jr. as their backup center. They don't have really what it takes to kind of shut down Gobert. As you can see, head-to-head um, in this matchup. Last year, he had 15 and 14, and they were an even worse rebounding team than they are this year. So I like for him to get 12. My pro- let me my projections kind of put him, um, unless it's kind of updated in the last little bit, it usually puts him around 12 to 13 a game in these kind of situations, and they have him almost at 14. So you could even take him and Jokic at 14. That's like a plus 500, but I like that at – uh, plus 12, just in case you could put about half a unit and you'll win um, like 0.95 units, like close to a unit off it. So we have that one right there. Um, and now let's get into what you guys are really kind of looking for is some NFL action with this Chargers Raiders games. Now, I told you I'm not taking a lot. We do have a prop that's going to be coming up and I'll go over that one. But um, and we are going to try to put a parlay together since we have a couple boosts and put something light together for this game. But we're, we'll go over this game one by one. So we can see here these two teams have kind of struggled this season. They both lost this last week. The Chargers are a five point underdog to this team because we have no Herbert. We have no Keenan Allen. And as we can see this season, they have not been good on the coverage. Uh, neither team has. You see, this team has not. There was a push in the Minnesota game. Other than that, these two teams have not covered well at all. So there's nothing worth looking at here. As you can see, look at the plus four and a half. They've covered a lot, but you can see they were three point favorite against Denver. They lost by 17. They were a four point favorite. They only won six nothing. They've only scored 13 points this month versus a team who also has only scored 17 points, and that was in one game. And a far less impressive defense in Minnesota kept them to zero. Um, So I think the under might be in play here um, as we take a look at that. The total is 34.5. Now, with 34.5 this year, um, the Chargers have been going over because their defense is very lackluster. 
and both teams have been over. So it's something to look at, but with the fact that there's no Herbert and no Keenan Allen, I think that drops them down a bit. So again, that's kind of out of play for me, but that's how I would look at it. Um, the big one to look at for me is I want to look at, as you can see, um, Look at them versus common opponents. They struggled against teams that the Raiders have beat. Uh, as you can see here, look, they beat them by four. They only won by six. They beat them by four. They lost by three. They beat them by one. They uh, So a lot of these teams, it's going to be fairly close. If you look here, um, the third down conversion is about the same. Their pass yards are about the same. Uh, their red zone efficiency, obviously the Chargers are a little bit better, and that's the one thing I would take the over. But they're both below touchdowns at what they should be and a below net yards, which is not good. If you look at this defense here, they are one of the worst defenses in red zone efficiency. They're one of the their worst defenses in third downs and the amount of first downs they give up per game. They're the fifth worst rushing defense versus a team that is not really the best rushing offense. But I think with the starting quarterback out there, you're going to see a lot more usage from Eckler and a couple of the other backs. And we look at it the other way. Both of these teams struggle on the ground, and both of these teams are struggling in the air. This game, honestly, this game is just pushing towards an under. Um, again, look, they they have a great third down conversion rate, which is big, and they have a great third, uh, red zone efficiency versus a team that has a bad red zone efficiency. So I think, yeah, we'll go ahead. I think I'm seeing enough stats here that are showing me to take the under here. Um, th these two teams, are, this is tied for the, they kept a lot of these game, these teams low on the seventh hardest schedule, um, in the league and both teams kind of in the bottom end of strength of victory. As we see Keenan Allen's out with a heel injury. Devonte is actually questionable as of two hours ago. Um, he's expected to play, but he's carrying injury designation because of an illness. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is still questionable as of three hours ago very much in doubt so he could be out um this week uh we see max crosby's even questionable that's a big one um with his knee injury he'll probably play though he you know him he always likes to stay in so i would say if we're taking anything in this game let's go ahead and zero in on this under i'm gonna check action to see if there's a line that has better than 34 and a half um no, everyone's kind of riding this 34 and a half line. Um, not really anyone has anything better. So, but we're we're gonna go ahead and put a unit on 34 and a half just because I, I wanna I wanna get a bet in tonight for this game. I always try to, whether it wins or loses, I want to try to get a bet in for this. So we have that. The other play I really like, and it's funny because we were talking about how rough these offenses are kind of running. So uh, we don't have any touchdown props for this one. I've seen a lot of people say Eason stick, but I just don't trust that. Um, if Adams does play, I like this right here. Because as you can see, head-to-head -head, um, this year, he's at 75 or more yards. Um, but as you can see with Aiden, um, Aiden O'Connell as his quarterback, Um, this season, he's actually hit this pretty much in every, he's hit 50 or more in every game, but one, um, I like 40 here just to be safe because I feel like this game can get very ugly, very quick. Um, and 
I like this man for his over and rushing yards. Now he hasn't hit this a lot, but I think he's due. He hit this in their last game against Denver head to head. He's kind of went on a little bit of a decline. Uh, but against T if you see this team here gives up the fourth most or the sixth most rushing yards, they give up 105 a game. You can even probably find him and Josh Kelly and do 25 each a piece. Um, I also like Amir Abdullah. So if Jacobs is doubtful, Amir Abdullah could get an easy, an easier day rushing. Uh, Josh Kelly, his line's at 13 and a half. That's not too bad. Um, I think he could definitely hit that. I think he, they did say he's getting some more reps this week. Um, but other than that, like we don't like we don't have any lines on any of the other running backs for Vegas. So that's what we're gonna go with is Devontae and Devontae and uh Eckler 40 plus yards each. And then we're gonna take the under in this game. I also we're gonna go ahead and take Josh Kelly over 13 and a half yards. Um they obviously have a better line than DraftKings does, so we're picking FanDuel for that one as well. So that's all our NFL bets. Once again, that's Josh Kelly over 13 and a half rushing yards. We're going to do half a unit on that because I want to see how they're running him. Eckler Adams, 40 plus rushing, 40 plus rushing and 40 plus receiving and the under on this game. Let's feed that in. We'll be right back after this next break uh, with, so, with uh, some quick parlay builders. So stay tuned. My name's Ryan Allison. I've spent over a decade immersed in the art of tattooing. Sharply honing my skills has materialized into a diverse and prestigious body of work. Each tattoo reflects my relentless pursuit of excellence, and every client I work with is a living embodiment of that unwavering commitment. I will gladly and wholeheartedly embrace your distinct vision. Durham Remodeling has been serving the Quad Cities area since 1973, and with over 50 years of excellence on their track record, you'll see why it's so easy to trust their experts when it comes to all of your home improvement projects. This family-owned business has you covered on all your needs. Protect your home or building from the elements today and get great roof repair services. Need new windows? No problem. Durham Remodeling can upgrade your windows and doors. Whether you want to upgrade the little details in your home or office, or want to tear a room down and start fresh, the expert contractors at Durham Remodeling have your back. Even the smallest changes can completely transform your space. Ready to start entertaining your friends for backyard barbecues? Durham Remodeling will help you plan, design, and build your deck and patio for the perfect outdoor space. Durham Remodeling's work is 100% guaranteed, so you can rest assured that you're getting the best service around. Call 309-786-6715 today for your free estimate for all your roofing, siding, flooring, windows, and painting needs. That's Durham Remodeling, 309-786-6715. Very sorry about that, folks. We had a little bit of a technical issue uh there so we again we apologize about that we we're trying to get everything set up for you guys and it started acting a little 
uh, wonky. Um, so let's go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get into some parlay action here today. So as I'm going to share our, we're going to start with FanDuel. We're going to, I think we're going to do with just a FanDuel one today. Um, we do have some, uh, no sweats and an insurance one over on, uh, over on, uh, DraftKings, but we do have a 25% uh no leg or a uh, same game parlay actually no that's gonna be for scratch that i am wrong there um we're gonna switch over to DraftKings because that's actually gonna be for the saturday game and sunday game and we're gonna put one together for saturday on tomorrow's show so make sure you guys stay tuned in for that as we're gonna move over to the nfl here and we're gonna put a we're gonna put together a no sweat bet for tonight's game. So I'm gonna pull up the props here for for these games. So so here we have it. So let's let's go to let's actually let's let's do a little different because we let's start with some trends in this game over on. Uh, linemate.io, one of the best apps, them an outlier. Uh, as we can see in their last five games, they've Las Vegas has given up 38% less points than they average on the year. They've totaled 21% more rushing yards in their last five games, and they've conceded a lot less passing yards. Um, and Los Angeles can see a lot of pass, uh, less passing yards. Uh, Los Angeles has scored 34% less in the last couple games, which is a lot due to that game. Their, their offense has really been struggling, so they're getting a lot less rushing yards. I, I think this is a game that they're going to kind of break out. As we can see here, um, you know, they they kind of are better than Vegas in just about everything. As you can see, look, they their net yardage is a lot higher. Their net touchdowns, their red zone percentage, everything's a lot higher. But I think you could probably decrease these just a bit with uh, Justin Herbert out. As you can see, head-to-head, -head, these two teams are fairly split. This game is played in Vegas, and Vegas is 2-0 at home, so that is something against this team, so that is something to look forward to. Um, their point total, like like we said, look, they score – the thing is they score on more possessions than the uh, Chargers do. Um, you can see a lot of – they have a lot more rushing attempts. They have um, – they're about the same in rushing touchdowns. Their total touchdowns is a lot higher. Game by game, as you can see, look, 24 – um, against against each other, look thirty two. They they've kind of been scoring a lot, but again, that's what they're starting quarterbacks in. Uh, five both teams are the same record this season. Uh, the big thing is is that they're three and three on the road this year versus a four and three at home team. And like we said, these rankings are just about the same either way. Uh, so we're gonna get into some uh props for this game. So let's start with um, all these bets for the Chargers. Uh, as we can see here, the their team total here, they their team total is at 13 and a half. Again, that's I think we might just have to look at player props here because of that. Um, so we need. I, can, I don't know why it's not showing anything for this game. 
here we go. So uh, in terms of hit percentage, I mean, obviously the Easton Stick ones we have to look a little bit away from because he uh, didn't play any um, this season except for the last couple of games. So obviously we're probably going to look at more overs than unders, but I'll keep both on because we are going to see a lot of unders here. Um, Renfro over 25 and a half. It is uh, his hit rate for his receiving yards. As we can see, he's went over in his last four games. Um, I'm actually going to double check that with um, outlier here to see if that's just with, if that is his line with Aiden O'Connell or who, like who's kind of been throwing to him. Um, as you can see, this year with Aiden O'Connell, um, he's been targeted. He's been getting about four, 12% of the targets. He's getting about three targets a game. As you can see, like Miami, he had five targets. He went over four targets versus Kansas City and um, five targets against Minnesota. But the big thing to look at is when he is getting targeted, he's catching it. As you can see this number down here, look, the gray is the amount of targets. The, the dark gray is the amount of targets. The light gray is the amount of receptions. Um, when he's getting targeted, he's catching it. They're getting him the ball when he's open. And so that's going to be something to look at. So I think we're going to – I don't know if I like 25. I want to see – well, I think that's the only line they're offering is at 25. But um, you can get him at 15 and a half. That's not bad. I like that, 15 and a half yards. That's a good one to start with. Um, as we keep going on this list here, um, Connell's thrown a passing touchdown in uh, three consecutive games or three of his last five games. Not the best hit rate. So we're going to go here. We'll set it for their last five games, how they've done. Um, Let me put let me put the filters on for this. I was not prepared for this, so right, so even with alternate lines. So the big thing this year, uh, O'Connell's hit over 150 passing yards in every game but one this year and i think the 75 game if i remember i think that was the game jimmy g got hurt i'm gonna check that real quick because if it is then that's like essentially a hundred percent hit rate when they played the bears yeah that was the game brian hoyer started um and then halfway through they got they uh switched it out so if you can see he's hit this line in every single game and he's going up against a team who their defense has been kind of injured. They're giving up the second most passing yards allowed. Um, like I said, look, 270, 248. Um, if you even look at the Chargers side of it, I'm pulling that up right now on my phone. Um, the Chargers in their last couple games, look, they gave up 224 to Russell Wilson. 
even though they didn't score, they gave up 140 to Zappy, which is pretty bad because Zappy's not that good, and that offense is not built for that. They gave 177 in the Ravens game, in a game where everyone kind of struggled. Jared Goff went off for 300. Zach Wilson went for 260. Bajant went off for 230. I think Mahomes went off too, I think. Mahomes, who was struggling this year, has been iffy, went off for 400 against them. So I think we're going to add that one right there. I think that's going to be probably my favorite. I think I really like that play. That's um, We can either go 135 or we could take the 150. I'm going to take the 150 here. Um, so we have that one. That's going to be play two. It needs to be a four-leg parlay. Um, we obviously need minus 500. Odds are better. Um, let's see here. We already have Renfro. Jacoby Myers, I think, has been like his favorite target. You guys seen see look with this season with Aiden O'Connell. So he's been in for seven games. Aiden O'Connell likes this guy. Look, we have 13 targets here. Five, five, seven, six. He's averaging about four receptions and six targets per game, which is resulting into um, about 11 yards per reception. And as you can see here, this play is hitting in majority of these games. Uh, his yards after catch is about 16. So that's the big thing is not only is he catching these balls, he's getting way ahead on it too. So I think we're going to add Jacoby Myers here for 25 plus. And then we need one more leg here. Um, I've seen a lot about Josh Palmer getting a lot more action um, with Herbert out because that was one of the best targets for um, – and he hasn't played a lot. I think it was either him or Keontz or that rookie they had. Carlson hit over one and a half field goals. Um, he's hit at least one in every game head-to-head. -head. He hasn't really hit much. Uh, Digger the kicker. Has hit two or more in pretty much every game. Quentin Johnson, their rookie, has been – he's kind of been off the last couple of weeks. He didn't have a lot the first time. But if you look in the season, he started getting a lot more targets with Keen, without Keenan Allen. Um, you can see here – Keenan Allen's played every game with him, so we can't see. But when Keenan Allen was out, he did get a lot of targets. So I think we're going to – I think we'll take his um, his 25-plus, and that makes it about 168. Um, so that's going to be our play. I'm going to put it in right now. So there we have it. That's our four-leg parlay. We have Hunter Renfro over 15 and a half alternate receiving yards. 
We have Aiden O'Connell over 150 alternate passing yards, Jacoby Myers 25 plus receiving, and Quentin Johnson 25 plus receiving. And the great thing with this one is that anything Renfro and Myers do that hits it, if you know if they hit their their lines each, then that's only 100 more yards for Aiden O'Connell we need, which is where Devontae Adams comes in. So I think that's going to be our four leg parlay for the day. Um, there wasn't a lot more else we have. Um, we will go over some of our parlays tomorrow. Uh, once again, I'm going to give you guys a quick breakdown of what's going on tomorrow. Tomorrow, we are going to have some top tier college basketball games. We're going to have a we're going to have a nice big eight game NBA slate. We're going to have a couple good basketball games tomorrow. Um, with, you know, we got looking at right now, Colorado, North Colorado is probably what I'm looking at. We have Connecticut Gonzaga at 10 tomorrow, which is going to probably be the big one that we're going to be touching tomorrow. Um, and then not to mention Saturday, Saturday is going to be our jam packed day. So tomorrow is probably going to be our, our stream where we go over Saturday's plays the best. Cause I'm looking at it right now. We have Texas LSU. We have, uh, Kansas, Indiana. We have v VCU temple. I think is going to be a good one. We got uh, Baylor, Michigan State, James Madison, Hampton, Houston, Texas A&M, Clemson, Memphis, uh, Ohio State, UCLA, Florida Atlantic plays St. Bonnie, Purdue and Arizona is going to be the big one. We're going to have a big, we're going to have a, a big thing set up for that. Kentucky, North Carolina, Northwestern, DePaul, uh, Virginia plays Northeastern, um, which is going to be a hammer on the under on that one. Creighton plays Alabama. Uh, Oklahoma has a big game that night. BYU plays Georgia State, who's going to be kind of sneaky this year. Tennessee and NC State play. Um, not to mention on Saturday, we're also going to have um, we're going to have three football games. We're going to have a nine-game NBA slate, and we're going to have all the NCAA. We're going to have our first bowl games. So tomorrow is going to be our Saturday spectacular show. We're going to do a quick 10, 15-minute rundown of our best bets for Friday, have them down below, and then we're going to break down our bowl games live. We're going to break down the Saturday slate on the best ways we're going to handle some of these college basketball games and how we're going to handle the uh, college football, NFL games, all that. That's all going to be tomorrow because we're not going to have a Saturday show. Thank you guys all for watching. Thank you guys all for listening. Um, it means the world to us over here um, that we have all you guys' support. Make sure you guys check out some of our uh, other content. We have card subject to change with a couple things coming out this week. And next week, you got Educated Ignorance tomorrow where Joe's going to give you all his hot takes that I don't agree with, and we'll get to that later on. But <laughs> make sure you guys check out all of our shows. Thank you guys all for tuning in today and uh, listening in. May everyone's bets wins. Y'all have a great night.